This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Welcome to Gen Z Money. Today on the podcast, we're going to have a lot of fun. I've got Caleb and Haley. They're actually a young, engaged couple, soon to be newlywed. And it should be a bit of fun and really encourage you with some conversations to have if you're in a relationship. But we can't do this podcast without our friends at Shopback. Now, when you shop online, did you know you can actually install the Shopback web browser plugin? And what that will do is when you're online, it will alert you to the sites that you can use Shopback to get cash back into your account. If you haven't used Shopback before, click the link in the show notes and make sure you grab the $10 introductory bonus to get your cash back happening straight away. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to Gen Z Money. And remember, if you like what we're doing, please give us a little review in Apple Podcasts and we'll see you soon. Here we go. Hey, welcome to Gen Z Money. I'm Glenn James and today we're talking with Caleb and Haley. They're about to get married. Hey guys, how are you? Great. Very good. How are you? Mate, so good. Good to hear, mate. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for no having worries. us. Well, I wanted to start, I guess, you guys are, Kayla, you're 21, Haley, you're 19, you guys are engaged, congratulations. Thanks. Great. What's it like to find that one? It's, it's pretty pr- good. It's pretty incredible. Asking yeah. for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, pretty good. It's yeah. amazing, yeah. Love it. When are you getting married? December. December, sweet. And have you guys had any kind of money chats before? before today like how we're going to do things together yeah most certainly yeah yeah we've definitely just had a chat about um like between us like we've kind of delegated who's saving for what in the lead up to wedding and honeymoon um and then going into moving out of home like who's saving for what um and yeah we haven't really talked too far past that just yet um, but yeah, it's definitely conversations we'll be having for sure. Sweet. So we're going to do, we're going to get to know each other a little bit better. So I'm oh. going to give you both a pen and a bit of paper with your name on the top. <laughs> so take that and I've got some questions and this oh. is going to be like fast to see who's actually the boss of the money. No joking. Right. We're just going to like, so wedding aside, so let's pretend that... You're, it's January next year. Yep. I want you to both write down what you think the other person's top money goal would be. So, write it down when you think of it and don't look at each other's because we want to make sure they're on the same page financially. Okay. There'd be nothing worse than waking up next to your new bride or your new groom and thinking that they want to buy an AU Falcon <laughs> and you want to start a family. <laughs> This one right here. So, okay. So, we've both written that down. The second one, if you both got given $5,000 today and you wanted to put it towards something, okay, not the wedding, what do you think the other person would spend it on? So, Haley, you would write down what you think Caleb would spend it on. Caleb, write down what you think Haley would spend. So, not to do with the wedding Not to do with the wedding. Okay. What would he spend it on if it was just for him? Usually, I have guests on the podcast. They come on for free, but I'm charging these guys $200 because it's like a like a couple's counseling session, this, because uh, I'm a professional, as you can see. Worth every cent. Now, would you write down number three? 
do you think the other partner is a spender or a saver? Caleb runs out of the gate like he's... he. <laughs> All right, I'll have yours, Caleb. Thank you. And Haley, thank you so much. Oh, wow. Here we go. So, it's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> number one money goal, once you're married, your handwriting's like mine, Caleb. <laughs> it was on my leg. It was. It was true. So, Haley reckons you would want to put your number one goal as a house deposit. Is that true? That is quite, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Haley, Caleb thinks, is it saving to travel? To travel, yeah. To travel. Would okay. You, would you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what my answer would be, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's on, like it's on the agenda. Yeah. So, the plan is to travel a lot, um, yeah, after we're married. So Right, before yeah. we save for a house. I'd say so, yeah. Interesting, because we know with financial goals, we've just got to be on the same page. Yeah. And I think it's probably worth saying, hey, if we once we are married... Yes, intentional. We are both saving like together because our money will be joined. Yeah. Yeah. Our goal is to travel because then, and again, I'm not, I'm far from a money counselor, but I just know working with clients over the years, mm. if one isn't just going along and not on the same page, resentment can creep in. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So it's, it's amazing that one, like you're in Europe and one of you's, Oh, I didn't even want to be here. You know what I mean? Mm. I wanted to save her a house. Yeah. So, so cool. So, okay. Interesting. Love it. Good job, guys. <laughs> Second thing, <laughs> Haley, what would you spend the money on? And I'll tell you what Caleb wrote. If it wasn't like wedding stuff, it'd probably be like photography gear. Okay. Well, Caleb thinks you would use it for stuff for the home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's cute, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, he's not far from it. Yeah, no. I would, yeah. And, uh, Kayla, what would you spend five grand on if you got it tomorrow? What would I spend it on? Um, I'd say, oh, stuff for my car. Yes. Yeah. She does know you. She <laughs> yeah. wrote car mods. <laughs> yeah. So, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. And um, the last one. Caleb, would you say you're a spender or a saver? I would say as of lately, I've definitely been a saver. Right. Yes. Okay. But by nature? Uh, I think by nature, I'm more or less of a spender. Right. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, Haley thinks you're a saver. Haley, what are you by nature? Probably a saver because I like get guilty when I spend money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So, you Caleb is like you both put that each other is a saver, oh, okay. which is cool. Um, it's sometimes rare that, and that's probably an oxymoron, but um, <laughs> it's um, to to see a couple where they're both the same. Usually, one's a bit of a spender or saver, but you both saver. So I guess it's good to know that yeah. Yeah. going into joining our finances because the only thing you'd probably watch is you want to make sure that you both can enjoy your money. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. usually if there's a spender in a relationship, it'll get spent and one will kind of hide it from the other one because yeah. they spend it all. But yeah, there's the risk that you won't buy experiences. You'll just keep saving for whatever. And that's cool, but yeah. I think it's just good to know. 
Now, a couple of other things. And again, I think if you are listening or watching on YouTube and you're in a relationship and you're about to kind of join our money together, I think it's worth having these conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we didn't really start to plan this episode to go this way, but it just went there. We'll go there. (laughs) We go there. Who's mostly likely, and you can, do you know those like Instagram game filters? Yeah. Got to point at each other. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This could be interesting. Out of the two of you, who is most likely to look for discount codes for crap to buy? You reckon? I reckon. Oh, I never buy anything if I don't get a discount code online. Okay, cool. There you go. Fair enough. I've okay. learned something. Yeah, there you go. And I kind of wrote these questions because I thought one might be a bit of a spender. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you both are $100 in your wallet, who would make it last the longest? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Haley. yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Who do you think, like, when you guys are in the home and because you're currently not living together? Yeah. Yeah, no. Your finances are currently separate at the moment? Yeah. Yep. Who do you think's more inclined to want to take a lead role in the actual practicalities and managing money on a day-to-day basis? Mm, we're not really sure. I feel like when we have talked about this, it's more like, oh, we'll do it together. Like, yeah, which is the ultimate thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think there's definitely we've definitely had a conversation where um, there's been certain parts of our relationship which we've um, appointed to um, each other. But I think especially with our money, um, because we find that that's something we're going to be um, earning together as a couple. We want to sort that, like we want to sort it out together. And so, we'll definitely take time to sit down and mm. sort that out together. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing because if you start, like everything's out starting strong yeah. on the same page, communicating, and I think it's optimum that you're both actively involved. Yeah. Uh, some relationships, when I've talked with clients, you know, one partner's like, I don't even know what goes in, what goes out. I just spend it and life's great. Where the other one's like, oh, I'm carrying all this myself. And um, I guess financially speaking, just from my experience working with customer clients, yeah, if one leaves the room, the other one will bitch at me about them. And you can see that there's just resentment built up there. Yeah. yeah. So, I think given you guys are um, young, you don't have any bad financial habits individually, mm. you can kind of start strong together. Yeah. And have you thought about, oh, actually, one other question. How many bank accounts do you think Caleb has, Haley? Do you know? Um, well, he's only with one bank, but like within that bank, he's got quite a few like separate. Are they separate accounts? Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, he's got like a, just for different things. You have like six or something like that, do you? I have a few accounts. I have one account which all my money that I earn comes into and then um, there's a schedule where the money gets basically fanned out into other accounts. Mm. So, I've got a car account that I use for either a rego or things I need to repair it for. Yeah. And then there's like um, uh, I've got a honeymoon account, which I'm currently um, throwing money into. And then I've got um, stuff for our future home and, yeah, just like different accounts that like I know that I'll need to save mm. for. And then I just delegate a little bit of money to that per week or yeah. whatever I'm earning. So, I think a, an interesting thing would be to do at some point this year would be to run a bit of a, a mock joint budget. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, you might 
because I've I gave you my spending plan, didn't I? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So get that spreadsheet. Yeah. And fill it out together. Yeah. Yep. Like sit down one night and go. Okay, let's put both our incomes in here. Let's see what it looks like uh, running together because that will encourage you more to go. Okay, well, both together, we can see that we can actually save X. Yeah. Which means you know once we're married and honeymoon or whatever, well, we can now save for that next goal. Yep. Yeah. Together. So I think then there's no real shock. It's almost like you can hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you can just play around with it. Like if, um, for example, Haley, if you wanted to do less work at the um, cafe and do more um, study with the photography or do more freelance stuff, yeah. at least knowing that, oh, our budget stands up pretty well if we had to tweak it. Yeah. Because, Caleb, you're a third-year apprentice? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mechanic? Yeah, in mechanic. Yeah. Yes. So, next year, you'll be fourth year or fully qualified? Yeah, fourth year. Yeah. So, your income's only going up? Yeah. So, I just think it's a really good position that you're in that you will be growing together um, and you can just start strong. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, what's the relationship with debt like in our personal lives at the moment? Uh, I don't have any besides Hex. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, I've got a, uh, a loan for um, the apprenticeship support loan. Yep. And so, yeah, as that's that's been pretty helpful. Um, mm. But that's... Yeah, that's not a big. Is that through Hex or Help? Yeah, I feel like it's something like that where you like not interest. Yeah, it's like it's no interest loan or something. Yeah, like that. it's yeah. probably like Hex or Help. Yeah, mm. I'd yeah. say so. Yeah. 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 So realistically, you know, you've j- both joined the workforce and you haven't run out and got no credit cards and mm-hmm. been crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been told to stay away from those yeah. kind of things. So, yeah. 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 Fortunately, I've got pretty financially kind of switched on parents and they'll tell me just to stay away from that kind of stuff. Yeah, and great. Was, yeah, so I tended to and I'm pretty happy I did. Yeah. Because you think like if you've ever been stressed financially, like it's going to go to a whole other level once you're living together because oh, it's like absolutely. you both will be like, oh, we're in this together and I might be letting the other one down or something like that. So yeah. I think not having any debt just removes any of that financial pressure. Yeah. yeah. So a question that, comes up all the time on, you know, Insta and in the Facebook group and stuff is about what to accept moving out of home. So, and this is another thing that it's almost because you are kind of at home, wedding, which is a big chunk, mm. and then moving out of home, that'll be another big chunk. Yeah. Um, I think, number one, you, you just really want to understand that I'd be more focusing on getting something that, works quote unquote as yep. the first rental yeah. as yep. opposed to absolute luxury premium and yep. being yeah. uber fussy because you just want to get out there and establish your life yeah yeah um because you you'd be more excited being with each other having your own space to decorate and all that and not needing to spend heaps of money on that yeah, yeah. so i think that's the first thing the second thing is i usually tell people to keep the rent at under 30% of your take-home income. Yeah. Okay. Because if you do any more than that, you'll start to get financial stress. Yeah. And you really feel it. Okay. The other thing you need to factor in is you're going to need a bond for the rent. Yeah. Which is usually a month's worth of rent. Yeah. And what you could probably do, have you started looking at different locations and houses or anything like that yet? Yeah. Yeah, we've been on like realestate.com and had a look at places and 
There's always ones we like on there whenever you go on there. So Yeah, so I think it's it's getting an idea of the area and doing your research. Yeah. And then when the time's right and it might be, you know, the end of the year, you know, you obviously might want to get it before you get married. Yeah. So maybe yeah. one of you moves in or whatever. Yeah. Um and then get that happening. But at least if you you've got the time now to research the location so you know what a good deal is or not. Yeah. yeah. And then also when it comes closer to the end of the year, keep your ear on the ground. Yep. If there's any private rentals or like studios or granny flats or something that's kind of cheap just to get you out and happening. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because you'll save money that way. Yeah. So, we want to look at the bond. Then we've got to factor in. And this is why I think it's a good idea to start to factor in a joint budget. Yeah. Because you're going to need to cover electricity, which could be $250 or $230 every three months. Yeah. You're going to need to do gas, which could be $100 if there's gas in the area or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're going to need your own internet connection. You're going to possibly, depending on the um, photography equipment or the music equipment that you've got, you might want to get contents insurance yeah. Yeah. if you got broken into. So, there's a lot of things that you've just got to start to factor in. Yep. The biggest thing is I would probably say with furniture... Don't go crazy and getting brand new. Yeah. Yep. Like that table like out there because we record this in my home studio. Um, I got given that from a client a million years ago yep. for free and there's a tablecloth on it. Yeah. So, maybe the rule is we buy things on Gumtree off Marketplace. Mm. Yeah. But the trick I found is searching in affluent suburbs so, particularly around North Sydney, around the Taramara area, Warunga, Pimble, yep. St. Ives, very affluent suburb. Yeah. A lot of times people will sell stuff for cheap, but it's really high quality. Yeah, okay. So, that's a good option as yeah, well to right. deck out the house. Yep. You will categorically have a stroke the first time you go shopping together. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the, like, the sauces and all the oils and all the cleaning stuff, yeah. like... That's going to be a once-off purchase. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, I, I think it's just, you know, just planning. And the more we plan, the softer landing that we have. Yeah. So, that's what I would say. Like, there will be, you will get a bit of bill shock, you know, because you, you're going to have to pay for electricity. Yeah. You're going to have to pay for, um, depending where you're renting or whether you want to buy a lawnmower or pay a lawn person or whatever. Like, yeah. You just, it's going to cost you more than what you think. Yeah. Yep. And that's okay. why I think it's important to run the dummy budget. And the good thing about doing the dummy budget now, you could, so people go, oh, I don't know how much electricity will cost. All right. Well, let's just put 250 a quarter in. Mm. If it's less, sweet. If it's 260, we'll deal with it and we'll adjust. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just aim for something. Okay. So, and then what you could do, you could probably start to um, just write out, you know, furniture, stuff like that. Yep. And just start snooping around. Like, for example, you know, moving out together for the first time, there's going to be things that you don't want to skimp on. Yeah. And that might be, no, we want to get a nice, like, you're a tall guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, no, we actually want a king bed. or You know what I mean? Yeah. Or we actually <laughs> want, I don't know. Something X that's premium. Yeah. yeah. And I would totally, as I did, make trade-offs. Like that lounge in there, 
It's an amazing lounge that I got. It took me so long to find the right one. I would say don't just settle for the sake of buying something. Like yeah. if you have to sit, have bean bags and um, deck chairs or whatever yeah. for the first few months, it's like, no, we're one, we haven't found the exact one that we like yeah. for the price that we want to pay. Yeah. So I wouldn't go too wild. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're just Smart. decking crap out. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, like you might, you know, move in day one, buy that lounge or buy that sideboard or whatever because you get home fever and that's perfectly normal to want to deck out your home. Yeah. But when I moved in here, I think a couple of weeks after or a month, a couple of months after, I moved the lounge room around and I was glad I didn't buy a new lounge because I wanted it in a different thing. So, you kind of need to settle. Um, But I... My fridge, my, I've still got my microwave that yep. my cousin gave me. Oh, yeah. Like 10 years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I think you just have to go, what are we not cheapening out on? And that could be, for example, a good quality bed. Yeah. Because you're in it for like eight hours a night. Yeah. And then we go, okay, for the uh, washing machine, white goods, like we're just going to go marketplace. Yeah. And steal stuff. Yeah. And at least just get it happening, get it on the road. And then over time, as it starts to break and you get in a better financial decision, then you upgrade. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like only like 18 months ago, I got a new front loader washing machine because the last one I got, I got it on Marketplace or Gumtree or whatever. And it was like 100 bucks secondhand. It finally was going to die. Yeah. So I then went and, and you only buy big stuff in June. Or Boxing Day January sales. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you're buying it new. Yeah. Okay. Or unless there's a big sale. And then a couple of years ago, 18 months ago or so, I went to David Jones and bought the Bosch good washing machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was $1,500, but I got it for like 800 Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't run and do that day one. So, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd start to do a mock budget of the house fit out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just great. to give you the stroke now. Yep. All right. Not when you move in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just good to know. It's like, yep. Okay. We're going to need two grand to buy all this crap. Yeah. yeah. And then can you start looking around? Because once the, is the wedding paid for, or have you got money allocated for it, or are we yeah. still saving? Um. Well, I had quite a bit of savings before we got engaged. Um. But we we also have our parents helping us pay for it as well. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's it's a really great help. So, um, because that'll just keep us on our feet and it'll allow us to put money aside for things that we like for a bed, for example. And yeah, and like that's that. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like if the wedding box is ticked. Yeah. Um, we there's and this is the thing. Like with um, we can act on the things that we actually know. Yeah. yeah. So we know we need a bed. We know we need a fridge. We know we need a washing machine. Yeah, we know we need a lounge. We know we need plates or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I mean, IKEA is good for plates and stuff. Yeah. Um, just take a calculator with you, and when you put crap in the trolley, add it up so yeah. you don't get a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so can you now? Because we know we need a fridge, and we know we need it in January. Can we keep an eye out and steal one now, if yeah. we can store it somewhere? Yeah. Just so you don't have to do it all. In one month. In one yeah. tiny little gap, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'll say as well. Yep. If you can get into a rental property a month before you need to, mm. start 
putting stuff in there and getting it ready. Yep. And I think it'll be good. Like you're starting well and that's the best thing. Yep. Um, Great. Any other type of money questions? And this kind of interview, if you want to call it, or episode rather, <laughs> we didn't know which way it was going to go, but it's just cool to have a bit of a chat. Oh, okay. yeah. it's good. Yeah. What would you say, um, I guess, Caleb, so you asked Haley to marry you. Yep. She said yes, and we we're all just like, what the hell? <laughs> um, and <laughs> if there's a younger guy out there who wants to, um, you know, ask his partner to marry him. Yeah. Like, how did you go about saving for the ring? How did you, did she know or choose a design? Like, give us some hacks. I know, like, for a lot of couples that I, like, who are engaged and or married, um, um, the guy himself, like, picked the ring and stuff like that. Um, the ring was, like, almost like, almost like a joint decision. So, she was having a look at some designs that she liked and I was having a look at some and then we kind of like came together and just went, oh, we like these. And then, yeah, she kind of narrowed it down to a very small few and then ended up picking one. Um, and I had quite a, f- quite a lot of savings set aside um, that was just sitting there and I was like, well, this is actually like, I'm glad I have it because this is actually able to pay for the ring yeah, great. itself. So, because initially I got a, um, a bit of a shock because I bought it from America and the website, I saw it as um, the price that they showed me. I was like, oh, that's actually really good. But I didn't realize it was in US dollars. Ugh. And then I got to the <laughs> other side and I was like, ah, okay. But and did you get a call from customs saying you owe us 10%? Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. I got that, that as well. my watch as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, I got an email from FedEx saying, oh, yeah. you owe us this. But the thing is, is like, I was so happy with the ring and I know that she was as well. Mm. And so- like I just I wasn't like I wasn't remotely feeling any remorse like or feeling terrible about like paying extra X amount of money for it. Like I was perfectly happy to because I know that was that's something. I mean, she really and it liked, kind of makes so. sense. Like you spend a lot of money on it, mm. you're yeah. going to wear it for a long time. Yeah, um, <laughs> kind of good that you like it. Yeah, yeah. And so and that and that was another reason is like I could completely justify it. Like because I know that she's gonna have it forever. So mm. and it's yeah it's pretty freaking gorgeous so i love it yeah and one thing i would say when you do move out definitely get a contents insurance policy yeah even if it's just for 100 grand worth of gear or 50 grand yeah because if you lose the ring yeah it'll be insured yeah so you can double check that type of stuff yeah so with insurance like that you only really use insurance to transfer the risk of something happening yeah so if you had a twenty thousand dollar car and it crashed and you and you didn't have insurance, you just know that, well, I can afford 20 grand to replace it. Yeah. Well, I can't afford 20 grand if the car crashes. So, I'll pay $1,000 a year to transfer that risk. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, step one, I would encourage you to, once you get into the home and once you're married, first target to have a bit of an emergency fund, a cash buffer in your life. Yeah. Could be three months worth of, expenses might only be five six seven grand whatever it is in your world yep just have that as your target yep and then once that's done separate account forget about it you've got an emergency buffer yep yeah it's good then and you should be able to map all this out with a bit of a mock budget so like by june we can have x amount saved 
if we've allocated this or that. And I think because you guys, the reason I did ask as well, like with the spender or saver thing, it's easier for you guys because you're you're usually more dialed in with your savings yeah. and with your money if you're a saver. Yeah. So then I reckon you could probably plan out next year pretty soon once you're married um, or even before, just hypothetical. Yeah, by June, we can have this much save for this. Then we can save a bit more. We'll be able to fly overseas again. Yeah. Yep. And we can go on a another holiday. Yeah. Yep. Um, the honeymoon might be a local one. Um, yeah, it's in, definitely in Australia. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, that's awesome. Thanks for uh, coming on and having a chat. Thanks, Thanks for having you're us. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. <laughs> we'll <right>. be back. <laughs> See ya. See, See ya. ya. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorised representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services licence 451289.